most people who view productivity think of it as doing more. But there are times in our lives where to be more productive, you actually need to be doing less. Today on the Purposeful Productivity Podcast, we're starting off a new series on self-care. And on today's topic, it's all about burnout, specifically how to know you're burning out and what to do about it. You're listening to the Purposeful Productivity Podcast, where we talk about the science, stories, and strategies behind productivity that lights you up without burning you out. With your host, who has a cat that acts like a dog, Celso Alejandro. So again, we are jumping off from last week's episode with my interview with Trixie, who has also experienced not only burnout, but actually health problems due to that burnout and stress. And so she's found this, you know, purpose and a really, really strong reason why she needs to prioritize her health and self-care the most if she wants to be more productive. And I am very much on that same train of thought as someone who has experienced burnout and it is not fun at all. And so today I'll be sharing all about my experiences with it and some science-based research about it. So let's start. What is burnout in the first place? Is it just an emotional response or is it something more, right? We, we tend to think that burnout is just an emotional response to stress and that, well, actually most of the time when people come to me and saying, oh, I feel like I'm burning out, but I'm not sure if nagiinerte lang ako or we feel like OA tayo, right? And it's actually based on science. It's based on neuroscience. There's actually a very good reason why that is happening. So again, let's go back to that question. Is burnout just an emotional response? Is it something that you just have to wait out? Or is there something deeper? Actually, burnout is now recognized as a legitimate medical disorder. And many symptoms of burnout is actually very reminiscent or very similar with depression. Things like extreme fatigue, loss of motivation, and being very negative about certain things. Really, at its core, burnout is when the resources that you have to cope with certain stressors gets, well, burnt out. Basically, there's nothing left. There's no more reserves for you to keep on dealing with certain stressors. Going into my gardening, agricultural analogies, right? So when we try to water a plant and it's, you know, El Nino or just very, very hot, if the amount of water that we usually give it is not enough, which is usually the case if it's extraordinarily warm outside, then the plant starts shriveling up and the leaves get crispy and all of that. And so it's that same feeling na natutuyot yung resources natin to deal with that stress. That's kind of like what burnout is. Because we expect ourselves... Right. The thing is, we expect ourselves to deal with things 
the same way every single time without realizing na baka maybe that water, that resource, that response that we have may not be enough for this certain situation in this season. Because, for example, right, what is a common example of a stressor? Let's say you've been working overtime. You were forced to overtime because of certain situations. And so before, you would just tell yourself to get over it. You would tell yourself, it's okay, it's just it's just one day of pulling an all-nighter and then makakabawi ako. And that's something we'll go back to. That feeling of makakabawi naman ako, so pipilitin ko na lang. We'll get back to that later. But essentially, we think, oh, it's just kaya ko naman bawiin, so okay lang. We tend to respond in that similar way every single time without realizing without realizing that that might not be enough anymore. The same way that, for example, a cup of water may be enough for this plant right now, but what if it starts growing bigger? Eventually, it needs to take up more nutrients. Eventually, the roots grow bigger, the branches grow thicker, there are more leaves, and so it needs more water, needs more nutrients. But if you keep giving it the same amount of care, the same amount of water, expecting it to flourish the exact same way, then you are in for a disaster, which is what actually happened to one of my plants right now, unfortunately. Because what happened is it got warmer, but I was giving it the same amount of water. And so I was not adapting to the environmental stress I was giving it. And so there are no reserves. There was the the demand for that water was not enough. The demand for that water was not met with whatever I was giving it. And in that exact same way, so we always think, oh, you need to just water it and just whatever. And then we give it the same amount every time without changing it up, without thinking, do I need to adjust this? Does it need anything else aside from water? How do we cope with this stress, with this environment? And in the exact same way, with burnout, we think, oh, it's just isang tulog lang yan, or bibili na lang ako ng gamit sa Shopee after. And you know, it's always that same response. But the truth is, you are slowly depleting your reserves because you're not adapting, we are not able to adapt to certain stressful situations. And when that happens for a very long period of time, that's when burnout sets in. So according to the World Health Organization, there is consistent evidence that high job demands, low control, Effort-reward imbalance are all risk factors for mental and physical health problems. That is a direct quote from them. But basically, it means what is high job demands? Basically, kung demanding yung boss mo, if high-stress environment yung kinagagalawan mo all the time, low control, ibig sabihin, wala kang autonomy. You feel like your voice isn't being heard. And then effort-reward imbalance. What is effort-reward imbalance? That is when yung effort, yung, yung feeling mo, binagay mo na lahat pero kulang pa rin. So, kumbaga, slowly but surely, 
umiikli yung, yung PC mo. It's when your body and your mind are telling you, parang hindi na to worth it. So like, ayaw ko na. So when does burnout actually emerge? So according to psychologist Christina Maslach and other researchers, Maslach is basically has been researching about burnout for over 20 years. And they've identified, they came up with this model identifying like six different like parts of workplace factors that contribute to burnout. And these six are workload or gaano karaming work meron ka. Control, which is yun nga, like how much autonomy do you have? Is your voice being heard? Reward. This isn't necessarily like monetary lang. It's not just the salary. It's also like fulfilling ba? Do you find purpose in it? Etc. Community. Are the people are surrounding you in work supportive? Is it a good community? Is it a good working environment? And related to that is fairness as well. Marami bang politika sa environment? Is it starting to stress you out? And last but not the least, are values in the workplace? Because if there is a mismatch of your values and company or, well, company culture and their values, then it's a very big stress to your brain. So burnout emerges when one of those six areas may mismatch. And over time, you get erode not only your passion, and that's not only because sobrang dami mong ginagawa, but even those factors na hindi natin na-realize. So it's, it's, not just, it's not just, you know, having so much work to do, but if there are stressors, like social stressors and all of that. So it's not just productivity stressors in terms of, you know, doing things, but really the people around you play a very big part in burnout as well. Now let's talk about more neuroscience stuff about burnout because we always feel like burnout is just an emotional response, but the truth is it's actually a trauma response. So there are things going on inside of your brain that alters like your physical, not just emotional, but like physical characteristics because of our experiences. So in this study from Karolinska Institute in Sweden, not sure if I said that right, where the lead author is Armita Golkar and her colleagues, they made this experiment to diagnose burnout symptoms and their effects. So what they did was they placed, well, two groups, right? Burnout group and normal group. And I'll spare you the, I'll spare you the entire paper. But basically what happens is the burnout group, they have this specific response to stress where basically they respond to stress in a different way. Where the burnout group had more difficulty, mas nahihirapan sila to modulate negative responses. Which means, right, going back to what I said before, na we feel like OA tayo or something like that. When, in fact, that's really just how we feel and that's very valid. We always feel, pag burnout tayo, we feel like, bakit logically kaya naman to? Or logically alam kong madali lang to, pero bakit hindi ko siya nagagawa? And then it's this 
cycle of frustration and burnout and just losing motivation for everything. And that is not because Martika. It's because it's how your burnt out brain is actually responding to it because hindi nga maka-regulate ng maayos, right? So it's not you. It's neuroscience and it's okay and you are not alone. And so I think that's why we are, well, people who are burnt out respond to stressors the way that they do. Kasi nga burnt out sila. Because it's a legitimate medical disorder. Hindi siya kaartihan lang or just us being OA or whatever. It's definitely real. How real exactly? So in another, like there's another study and the results of that, that study is actually because basically your brain is responding to burnout as if it was trauma because it is and it can alter your brain structure like legit <laughs> so it's not just something that you feel like you're making up but there's this part of the brain right i'm very this episode's very nerdy for some reason <laughs> but the, the part of the brain it's called the frontal cortex so it's the brain area responsible for thinking, right? It gets altered. It becomes thinner. That's the term that they used. I mean, it's normal for it to get thinner as we age. But if it's a burnout patient, it thins the same way or it thins a bit more. And so that's obviously the effect of stress and burnout. And there are other studies showing that you know, people who experienced early life trauma, right? And burnout, like, so two groups, right? People with early life trauma and burnout group. It's, um, they have very similar patterns, like brain structure pattern changes. And so that means, so that's why I feel like it's appropriate for me to think that burnout equals trauma because our bodies react the same way as if it was drama. So, all of that is to say, burnout is real, it is a medical condition, and if you feel like nagiinarte ka lang, or maybe you have a friend that feels like nag-burnout siya, and you f- are not sure if maybe it's just, you know, maybe it's just an emotional thing, it's very real. And there are not just emotional, but physical implications of burnout okay and so now that we feel like we know more about it let's go into like how to know you're starting to burn out and these are i took like five symptoms that i feel like aren't talked enough about because i i mean you can google the but you can just search online like what are the symptoms of uh, of burnout and I've done that when I feel like I had burnout but to actually experience it and explain it these are the factors that I want to dive deeper about today and of course we're gonna go into how to not burn out which we'll actually talk more about in a future episode but I want to touch up on this now so that you guys have homework (laughs) or at least you have action items to do while waiting for that episode right so i will be talking about these symptoms the way i've experienced it and 
some stories from my network. So these are not scientific studies. So take them with a grain of salt, but I'll just be sharing anyway, because you might find value in it anyway. So number one is when you lose interest or motivation to work. And I've felt this as well. And it's really strange because when I was burning out or prior to that, right? So context, I think, no, I did experience burnout early this year, like March this year. And I'm very open to talking about it, even as a productivity coach, because, well, it's normal and we should normalize talking about these things. I'm not going to pretend to be a robot and just be, you know, tell people, oh, no, I'm productive all the time. No, it's, I don't do that. But anyway, number one is when you lose interest or motivation, usually towards work, which is the source of burnout in the first place, or basically, yeah, source of burnout, you lose interest doing that. Because, well, I feel like it's a response to the stress. Obviously, there's this thing stressing you out and you don't want to experience that. So you kind of want to distance yourself from the stressor, right? And it was weird because I loved my job because I'm not sure if I should, hmm, I shouldn't be calling it my job, but I did love working with this specific client and I know I was doing well, but then when the burnout started to creep up, I suddenly did not want to check messages i did not want to work on anything hindi siya graduate eh, parang bigla na lang parang eh yoko yoko magtrabaho today can i just not work <laughs> so yon that's how i know like yun yung sign for me na nawawalan ako na motivation if i don't want to work on things and this to me at least hindi naman siya like from 100% motivated to 0% pero napansin ko parang reduced. Parang nawalan ako ng gana sa work. Medyo matamlay ako sa work. Parang ganun yung, ganun yung symptom. Ganun siya nagpakita sa akin noon. But at that time, I didn't know I was burning out. I didn't know I was burning out yet. I just thought, eh, wala lang yan. Maybe I'm just having PMS. Which is my go-to excuse for everything emotional in my life. But yeah, that's number one, when you lose interest or motivation for work. Number two would be being preoccupied with work, even when you're not at work. So Workaholics Anonymous time, this was definitely me during that season as well, because it was a stressful time. And it's funny because I stressed but... Like, looking back, I realized, oh yeah, I was stressing myself out. But that is a topic for a different podcast episode. But essentially, there was this client and I wanted to do really, really well uh, for her launch. And I wanted to push myself. I wanted to get all the deadlines early. I wanted to do like so well because I guess I wanted to, I wanted to make the client happy. Or I wanted some validation. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure. Basta, sure ako, I wanted to do super well. Because I also really liked this client of ours. But then it got to the point where I was not taking enough time for self-care. 
even though even though logically I knew I needed to relax and stop working, I would work like 10 hours a day just working on stuff. And that's definitely not good, right? Being preoccupied with work, outside of work, parang instead of, you know, hanging out with my family, hanging out with my loved ones, relaxing, you know, taking care of myself, I would work. I was a little bit obsessed about it, not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, that is a sign of possible burnout. And number three related to that is not taking care of yourself. So I know I'm starting to burn out when my habit of working out na nagiging alanganin. <laughs> Because working out takes a lot of energy from me. And so I tend to have this excuse na, Nina mo na mag workout today kasi I need, I have this deadline that I need to get over first. Right? That is the number one sign for me. Because I am the kind of person who tends to sacrifice my own, <laughs> my own thing. Right? Sometimes pati health ko. To get things done, which is not proud of it, but that's what usually happens. And so, number one sign for me is when I'm not taking care of myself. That means not exercising is number one. Usually, that's the first thing that I let go. And number two would be if I don't do my skincare, you know, those kinds of rituals that we've talked about. So, I guess my question for you is what are the things that you usually get to do when you're not stressed, tas biglang nawawala kapag stressed ka. Yun yung una mong hanapin, right? Is it suddenly, imbis na magluluto ka ng sarili mong food, suddenly nag-takeout ka, nag-food panda ka, nag-grab ka a lot, right? Or is it like me, biglang hindi ka nag-workout and your excuse is, well, you have a deadline. It doesn't necessarily mean na kapag, kapag hindi ka nag-exercise, biglang, uy, burnout ka. But it's a symptom. It might be a sign na, uy, parang yung coping mechanism mo parang na, nawawala ng slight, right? Parang na-overload kasi nga, like you, you're starting to make sacrifices that you're not supposed to because of this other thing, right? And number four is frustration definitely and this is personally like my personal experience it's usually frustration at myself because logically alam kong like if you look at the things when you're burning out or starting to burn out when you look at the things that you need to do every single day logically you understand that they're easy to do sometimes they even take just like 10 minutes but you don't do it anyway and there is that frustration na bakit hindi ko magawa? Eh, alam kong madali lang to. And then it's this cycle of like, oh, no, I have to do more. I have to push. That's the usual response. Konting push na lang. Konting puyat na lang. Konting sacrifice na lang. And then we can do this, we can do that, blah, blah, blah. But that frustration is actually, and like responding with more giggle tends to be counterproductive because the more that you do that, the faster you get burnt out, right? And this is also connected to number five. And the number one sign for me, na alam kong nag, 
Ito na, pa-burnout na ako. Ito na. When you keep telling yourself na kaya mo pa, even though hindi na. Right? And the thing with this, the thing with this is burnout isn't something na you know you have until it's too late. That is usually the case. Yung tipong, you're okay, and then all of a sudden, you're not. Like, suddenly, you just can't do this anymore. That is burnout. And that is very dangerous when you get to that point. Because then, you know, for real, burnout na talaga yun. So, what is number five all about? When you keep telling yourself, kaya pa, pero hindi na. So, it's less of you knowing na nabo-burnout ka na, and more of the more frequently you tell yourself this, na kaya pa, konting push pa, just a little bit more, just a, just a tiny, one week lang, one week of overtime lang, tas okay na to. And then, yung one week naging two weeks, tas yung two weeks naging three weeks, and then suddenly, everything, you just wanna drop everything and just not work. <laughs> that is the sign that you're burning out. So, when you keep telling yourself na, you know, just a little push, and then you keep telling yourself that for a very long period of time, one day, you're just suddenly going to want to drop everything and just stop working for like a month. Ganun. That is burnout. And that is the number one sign that I notice all the time. So, those are the five you know, five symptoms that I wanted to talk about. But there's a bonus one, which is number six, which is kapag malala na, definitely when physical, like, physical symptoms start to happen, like, you literally get sick when you're burnt out. And it doesn't necessarily mean na you feel exhausted. Like, the sa internet kasi, when you look it up, it usually has something to do with Exhaustion, eh, one of the symptoms. But I feel like it's more of an effect of you burning out. Na sa sobrang burnt out mo, nagkakasakit ka. It doesn't mean fatigue ka. It doesn't mean di ka magalaw. Sometimes that's the case. But sometimes bigla kang nagkakasipon, biglang lagi sumasakit ulo mo. And that's because yung immune system natin mababa as well. So it's a lot of factors, but I think if you're if you're starting to kung nagpupuyat ka and then stressed ka pa and all of that babagsak talaga so number 6 is definitely and you'll know this eh you'll know this kasi if it's because you've you've been working too hard if bigla kang nagkakasakit and you'll know you'll know it's cuz you're working too hard i i promise you you will know if you have a feeling na oh feeling ko nagkasakit ako kasi sobrang stressed ko sa work that is real and that is legit. So listen to that voice in your head na, oh, I'm, I've been working too hard. Listen to that. And then, going to our next section, which is our se- a nice segue. It's all about how to deal with burnout. Or even, additionally, how to prevent burnout in the first place. Because I always like prevention better than cure and all of that. It's just easier in the long run, promise. But before that, I have a little something-something to tell you guys about. Okay, so here's a little bit of chica. <laughs> so uh, to celebrate being in the top 200 podcasts in the Philippines, 
<laughs> I'd like to hold a little giveaway. And in the show notes below, there will be more details about it. But I'll tell you guys about it here anyway. So basically, the instruction is to leave a review in Apple Podcasts. But we'll try to make something easier for you so you don't have to go through that, you know, that painstaking process. So basically, leave a review in the link we'll provide below. Send a screenshot to hello at salesalejandro.com. Again, details in the show notes. And then you will be eligible for a raffle draw. So what is the what are the prizes in the first place? So ano lang naman <laughs> makalang eh. So you you stand a chance to win a one-on-one call with me. So it's a one-on-one consultation. So my consultations are usually well, I'm starting to raise my prices. So it's around you know 150 USD. And that is one whole session with me, which usually lasts for one to two hours. So it depends what you need. Pero basically, you'll have me for an hour, which is not a bad deal at all. So I encourage you guys to check the mechanics out again in the show notes below. And there are other prizes. Ha? So it's not just one winner. There are like multiple winners. So aside from one-on-one coaching, You can also win a group coaching call, which is worth 50 USD. So that's around 2,500 pesos per person. And aside from that, there will be three vouchers of grab credits. So just to, you know, while you're listening to the podcast or while you guys are working, you can order some food to make you more productive. So again, just check that out. Ang tagal-tagal na ng ad na to, but just check that out in the show notes below. Details will be there. So back to the segment. So now that the first part is over, which is how to know you're burning out, now we talk about how to, you know, how to stop it. Obviously, no one wants to be burnt out. We will be diving deeper into this in the next few episodes. So I just want to talk about the number one thing that you could do. Ibibigay ko na now palang because it's very important is to ask for help. Especially if your burnout is a work-related one and you are working with people and perhaps these people can help you not get burnt out. It might be an employer, might be a colleague, may, maybe a middle manager, maybe even a client if you're a freelancer like me. But it's very essential that you are open to communicating with these people. So I'll just use clients in my experience. So you need to talk to your clients so that they understand. And most people will understand And if they don't understand, you can kind of question like, do you really want to be working with people who don't try to understand your needs? Hmm. But basically, that is that is what worked for me as well, and that's what I've been telling people to do because at that time, you know, I actually you know just threw my hands up in the air and said, I can't do this. I just I just I'm so stressed. I don't want to work. I just you know and and my my client was gracious enough to notice that i was burning out and she was like take a leave just take a leave today just don't work stop working stop working so thankful for clients like that 
who have a very high EQ, but you might be in certain situations where you have to put your foot down and say, I need to stop working. And usually people who burn out, ironically, are people who don't know when to ask for help. Because if we knew how to ask for help, we would not be in this burnout situation in the first place, right? (laughs) So as ironic as that sounds, you will actually grow when you put your foot down. So I want to go into that a little bit more. Just Just a little bit more. Because this is so important and it's what helped me grow into someone with better boundaries as well. You have to know your limit and you have to know when enough is enough. And it's not because you're selfish. Oftentimes, we feel that when we are asking someone for something, we feel that it's unfair to the other person and we've been so used to just saying yes to certain things that we don't know how to ask for help or don't even think that we need help because we're so used to being independent. And so that needs to stop because asking for help is not a selfish thing. So this is the conversation that I give myself. This is how I coach myself in situations like this. You taking care of yourself If you can't do it for yourself, like if it's too difficult for you to think that, you know, self-care is important for yourself, that is okay because I know, you know, improving that aspect is a process. If you're someone who understands that self-care really is important, if you're at that stage, congratulations. I don't think you're going to have a difficult time giving yourself some space. But if you're not there yet, It doesn't mean you can't do anything. So I try to do what we call a reframe. So if you can't do it for yourself, do it for other people. And so what that means is if you can't take care of yourself because of health reasons or that's not convincing enough for you, then you can view it this way. The better you take care of yourself the better you can take care of other people. The more you prioritize self-care, the less you will burn out. The less you will burn out, the less you would have to actually stop working. Because rest is a requirement. It's not a reward. It's part of the whole productive process. Like You need to rest so that you know, you can think better and it's actually more efficient for you to rest than, you know, do all-nighters or push your body to its limit, right? So to be really, really productive, it might sound ironic for some of you, but like resting more is actually a very productive thing to do if you understand the long-term effects of doing the opposite. So again, I will repeat the reframe. If you can't do it for yourself, just think that you taking care of yourself benefits other people as well. And hopefully, you know, one day you will understand that taking care of yourself for the sake of yourself is not a selfish thing to feel. And it's okay to ask for help. 
it's okay. You don't. I feel like I'm talking to like all the ates, all the panganays in in the world right now because I feel like tayo yung tayo yung group na may tendency, may tendency maging ganito na uh, I'm the ate so like susuluhin ko lahat and stuff like that. Um, kasi sanay tayo na we're kind of like the third parent. <laughs> but but yes, it's it's a very real feeling na oh, we feel like we have to get our lives together But, you know, resting doesn't mean you don't have your life together. Resting doesn't mean you're not being productive. Resting does not mean, you know, you're not being productive enough. It's actually the opposite. So that concludes today's episode. So I will just quickly, quickly summarize. So what is burnout? Burnout is when the demands for handling stress far exceeds our resources to deal with that stress. Kumbaga may mismatch. Uh, I guess another analogy is if you're trying to buy something sa grocery worth 1,000 pero you only have 500 pesos, then obviously, hindi mo mabibili yung thing na yon. And it's that same feeling of, you know, you can't deal with the stress if you don't have enough resources to manage that stress. How do you replenish that? By resting, taking care of yourself, basically self-care. And, you know, burnout is a very real thing. It's a very real thing with implications to our health. It changes our brain structures and all of that and how we respond emotionally. So it's not you. There's a science behind it. Hindi ka OA for feeling certain things. And we went through the symptoms And the one thing that you can do for now is to just learn how to ask for help. And if you're not comfortable with that, then try the reframe at the very end of this episode. I am your host, Sels Alejandro. You're listening to the Purposeful Productivity Podcast. I will see you next time. So take care of yourselves. Bye! So that was today's episode of the Purposeful Productivity Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Sales Alejandro. And if you want to learn more about this or get all the latest updates on this podcast, the best way for you to do that is to go to salesalejandro.com slash newsletter. Again, that's Sales Alejandro. That's my name, salesalejandro.com slash newsletter. Thank you so much for sticking around. I'll see you in the next one. Take care. Bye. And don't forget to always show up every day. Bye.